You're listening to Tips with T, and I'm your host, Tiara, but you can call me T. I'm looking forward to sharing with you guys my journey of becoming an entrepreneur. Plus, I will discuss tips on how to achieve that financial freedom that you have been looking for. So stay tuned. Hey, you guys, thanks for listening in to this episode of Tips with T. On today, I have Mr. Adam with us. Hey, Mr. Adam, how are you doing today? Hello, I'm good. Good to be here with you. Thank you so much for being a guest on the show. So tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you do. All right. So I'm a financial coach, which is a bit of a unique thing. Uh, my specialty is in supporting people who, when it comes time to deal with their money, that's the last thing they want to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm not an investment advisor or a financial planner. And the way I think of my work is as a financial handholder. So whereas a therapist will, you know, talk things out with you, they're unlikely to actually like pull up your accounts and look at the details of your finances with you. And then on the other side, a financial planner is happy to like go into the details of the number, but but sometimes they're a little less comfortable dealing with the messy emotional side of things. So I love doing both of those. Awesome. Awesome. So tell us, how was your journey of becoming an entrepreneur? Yeah. Well, I actually initially didn't want to be an entrepreneur, <laughs> um, but I, I love to coach. I've been coaching for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And after I quit my job um, six or seven years ago, I just started doing more coaching because that's what I love to do. And um, I stumbled into this niche of really helping people um, who are having some difficulty facing their finances. And I've just found a way to run the business so I can keep doing what I really love to do, which is coach. Awesome. Awesome. So how um, would you say your financial coaching coaching is different from other people's financial coaching? Right. Well, I think one of the big things is I don't tell people what to do with their money. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, people, most people know what they quote unquote should be doing. Mm -hmm. It should be saving, have, you know, an emergency fund, be saving for retirement, not have debt, um, especially credit card debt. So everybody knows that pretty much. Mm -hmm. So, um, but what, uh, what is often really challenging for people, what I notice a lot is that most people have this kind of internal battle between what they should do, like the things I was just saying, like saving and getting rid of debt and all that. Um, So this battle between what they should do and then what they want to do. And oftentimes the wants just kind of grab them and then they find themselves clicking purchase Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I I help people um, integrate those two and find out what they truly want. Um, And that can be a process that can really, um, you know, uh, and I think a big part of that is, is helping people realize that they don't, um, they don't need to be at war with these two sides of us. They're, Mm -hmm. they're both parts of us. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, uh, in that process, people often find out what they most want. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. I know you are big about, you know, compassion. So why does compassion plays a major role when it comes to financial planning? Yeah, well, um, that is really important to me. And I find that, um, 
you know, nobody gets, hardly anybody gets any training in this stuff mm-hmm. in their finances. Mm-hmm. And then also on top of that, people rarely talk about it, sometimes even with the closest people in mm-hmm. our lives. And yet we somehow just expect ourselves to be good at it <laughs> just because we happen to be adults. Mm-hmm. And I just think if, if you really stop and think about that, that's, that's kind of an unfair expectation that many of us have of ourselves. If we didn't get trained and we don't talk about it, how could we be good at it right. dealing with our money? So, mm-hmm. but anyway, because that's often the case, people often have um, a lot of anxiety about this area and they, think they're not good at it. They often, uh, I often hear from people that they don't quite feel like an adult when it comes time to, when it comes to their finances. So, so yeah, just um, oftentimes people will have um, anxiety and then avoidance and even shame when it comes to their finances. So um, to answer your question about compassion, what I find is that compassion Um, just uh, helps people relax. It helps people get a sense of that they're not alone with this, Mm -hmm. that if they aren't good at this stuff, that that's okay and that it makes sense. And um, as as we start to relax with that stuff, it becomes easier to think. Mm -hmm. You know, when when we've got shame going on, it's hard to think and we end up just coping. Mm -hmm. And and sometimes for people, coping involves... um, buying things and sometimes it's food sometimes it's buying things could be anything but it's hard to think clearly when we're in that place Mm -hmm. so um if we uh if we can back off of that shame and and relax and self-soothe then we can start to deal with our money from there in a different kind of place and and find out what's really true for us and what we really want um, so that's what I what I help people do is is relax and then think through what is most important to them. Yeah, and I think the barrier, I think the what what was broken barrier or the lack of why people don't really understand their finances is because granted we're not taught, but I feel like this is an essential thing that it should have been taught in high school because a lot of yeah. people don't go off to college. Um, so um, I think that's probably like an issue within the educational system because you want us to go out here and work and be successful. However, you're not equipping us to be effective when it comes to finances, effective when it comes to being debt-free. Um, so I think that's why it's not it's an uncomfortable topic because it was not really taught or really properly introduced um, to us at an early age. So if you don't go off to college, like I went off to college and started to do accounting classes and, Mm -hmm. you know, finance classes so I can get an understanding group. So what's going on in the real world, you know, of course, a lot of people are not going to understand. A lot of people are not going to know because they're not, they don't feel like, okay, well, everybody just don't feel like they're a college material. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think, you know, it should be taught at an early age um, with me. That's why I tried to, I was before the pandemic, hopefully I can get back to teaching like young kids about financial literacy. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And teaching them, you know, about, you know, saving and how important it is, even if you're just starting with a piggy bank. Um, those little type things should be taught and should be and should be talked about at an early age with your children. So that way, when they get older and they become adults, 
and they're struggling in that area, they'll feel more comfortable about talking about it, how to seek proper help, whether it's a financial coach, financial planner, um, an accountant, financial analysis, those type things. So I think that's probably where the issue is lying is when it's not properly taught at a young age or introduced to kids or even in high school. I love that you're doing that and um, with kids. And then with adults, how do you... How do you deal with that when people just feel like they don't know what they're doing or do, do you do some education with that or how, how do you help with them? Um, with the with the adults, I basically teach like different financial planning webinars and seminars. I'm getting back into doing that this summer, um, especially towards like small business owners, because you need yeah. to have an idea of what's going on with your finances and your business, especially if you want to get an SBA loan or grants and stuff like that. They're looking at your financials. They want to see what you're going to do with this money. How is this money going to benefit your business? How this money is going to be able to benefit the community that you serve in? So um, definitely trying to get into back into teaching those things to the adults as well. Um, getting a manage on your money, um, making sure you're keeping your personal um, account separate from your business. Those don't need to overlap because when it comes time to do your taxes or get them prepared, it can be, it can be confusing to you because yeah. you don't know what's a business expense and what's a personal expense. Yeah. Um, if it's all coming from one account, which is not very good at all. So just teaching them the basics and, you know, and letting people understand, Hey, everybody has some type of struggle. Um, at first, you know, even with me getting into it, I kind of felt you know, I love numbers, but, you know, some taking some courses are kind of like, okay, overwhelming because it's like, I never knew that this, 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 and that third. So, but once you get into it and get, you know, a hang of it and you, and it's all about your personal purpose, your life, how your life is set up financially, what type of, you know, things that you got going on financially, it's how you're going to be able to create a budget that works best for you. And I tell people every, my budget is going to be different from your budget because my needs are different from your needs. So mm -hmm. it's just all about knowing what is a need and what's a want and what's a necessity item, what's a luxury item. And, and you go from there and, you know, find ways that you can cut back if need be on certain things that, that you don't necessarily need um which can all be different from each individual mm -hmm, mm -hmm. good yeah sounds like we really complement each other <laughs> yeah. yeah so how can um how can financial planning help us to achieve financial stability yeah well i mean planning is huge it's super helpful um and and it I mean, it's it's great to do. And I, I think a, a big part of my message is that sometimes it can be really hard to do that planning, uh -huh. especially if we don't, if if we haven't built that trust with ourselves that we can stick to a plan. Like a lot of the clients I work with, you know, I, I had a client tell me um, this, this yesterday, I think it was, she said, um, I've created a hundred budgets and I've tried all these different apps and, you know, I set these budgets and then I don't stick with them. Uh -huh. So, um, so while the planning can be helpful, it's this, this kind of integration that is, it can be sometimes can be really the key and in, in working with the anxiety and the shame that can really get in the way of either doing the planning in the first place or sticking with the plans when we, when we make them. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Adam, for being a guest on the show today. My um, pleasure. Tell our listeners how they can get in contact with you. They would like to render your services and I will share the screen mm -hmm. so they can figure out how to get in contact with you and you can tell us. Yeah. Yeah. It's really simple. 
Um, yeah, it's my, my website, which is just my name, adamcorin.com. And I'm really proud to say that I just um, completed a seven month, seven month project of totally overhauling it. And it's something I'm really proud of now. It really represents myself and my work and gives people a good sense of what I offer. So that's the place to find out. Awesome. And you guys, if you'd like to get in contact with me, um, you can do so. My number is 910-317-0396. You can shoot me an email at contact at njfinancial.biz. You can schedule a consultation at www.njfinancial.biz. You can find this episode on Anchor, you guys. And you can also find this episode of the video on the playback for the video on the YouTube channel for MJ Financial Management. So thank you once again, Mr. Adam, for being a guest on the show today. I highly appreciate you. And it was nice to have you. Yeah, thanks for bringing me on. I really appreciate it. All right, you guys, we will see you on the next episode of Tips with T. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy the podcast channel, please become a supporter. Your support helps me to bring you more tips with tea. I greatly appreciate it, and this podcast wouldn't have been possible without you. Thank you.